Third Line Grinders podcast. I'm your host, Nick Gender. I am joined once again by Comron Piss. Comron Piss? What the fuck is that? Okay. Comron uh, Piss reporting for duty. Nick, how are you doing? Uh, just dandy. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. And uh, Sonic Viridian. Hello. So, geez, I was like. A mixture of British and Australian together, I think. Yeah, I don't know what that was, that, but I'm not doing it again. <laughs> I don't know. It sounded pretty Cockney to me. Pretty what? Cockney. cockney. What's that? <laughs> it's a like part of a. It's like a London specific accent, like a specific part of London. Ah. Uh, I okay. think I don't know. I'm not British. So. It's like a Peaky Blinders kind of thing. No, yeah. they're from Birmingham. Ah, eh, same difference. Yeah, exactly. Same difference. <laughs> I've never been across the pond, so I wouldn't know. Oh, anyway, how are you guys doing? How was your weekend? How was your week? Hockey was, is uh, in full swing now. Yes, week was good. Lots of games on, lots to talk about. I've been having a blast. I've been staying up to like 1 a.m. watching all these games. Maybe that's why you're so tired. Yeah, that's probably why I'm a little exhausted. But you know what? <laughs> it's hockey. You got to do it. <laughs> it is. It is hockey. And we do have to do it. And we're happy yeah. to do it. Sadly, still without Ethan Spaulding. But hey, we're going to power through. And uh, he gave us some nice feedback from our first episode. So that's always good. We love always you, fourth wheel. From yeah, fourth wheel. <laughs> <laughs> I like his uh, comment. It was great. Yeah, that was great. <laughs> well, like uh, Sonic said, we do have a lot to catch up on. We want to touch on, obviously, the Pierre-Luc Dubois trade uh, yep. to Winnipeg. Cam has an issue with the Eastern Conference, I guess, right? Not really an issue, but it's just wild. We'll get to it. Okay. We also want to hit on uh, the possible return of David Pasternak, possibly coming back this Saturday against Cam's Caps. Cam's Caps. And, um, and fucking fat face Nick Ritchie scoring all these goals for the Bruins. Jesus. And... <laughs> yeah, we'll talk about that killer <laughs> Bruins game. Yeah. When they finally scored a five on five goal. Hmm. Hey, you guys only get paid to do it, but hey, whatever. Uh, <laughs> we we didn't Tell light them really up feel. enough the other day. Huh? We didn't yeah, light we didn't them get up enough, enough last yet. week about it. Yeah. <laughs> no. Hey, what well, I I read I saw something on Twitter this week. It was like, are you really a Bruins fan if you don't hate the Bruins when they're playing? Like that's like that's like me. Like you don't actually hate the team. Like you love the team. You care so much, but like. It's individual. You just, always have, you just always have something to bitch about. Yeah. And that's me. That's me. Uh, that's me too. Always. <laughs> uh, also, the Carolina Hurricanes, they've been in some COVID troubles. They haven't played since January 18th, so we're going to touch on them too. And then we hope to have some pucking around for you just because we've had some brain farts, but we'll figure it out. We'll get figure it done. It we're good on the fly, right? Yeah, of course. Not All as right, good as so, I on the fly, but yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, before we start, <laughs> Cam, we have our cameras up so we can see each other because we're not um, together in a room like we always are due to COVID. But Cam has started out with drinking. What is it, Cam? I got me some Mexican water. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I've been sitting on that joke for about 45 minutes. <laughs> Hopefully and that came through the, clearly. What is it that you're actually consuming? Um, well, this was a glass of whiskey and Sprite. Well, then uh, it is Mexican water. Shouldn't have been tequila? Yeah, it should have been tequila. And oh, listen, we can get into the logistics tequila. of it, but I'm not going to let you guys ruin a kick-ass joke. Tequila okay, and Sprite? Oh, like, tequila and tequila Sprite would be awesome. Tequila's an upper, too, so like, you'd be like off the off the walls. But the reason that I brought this up, A, because this is the first time I've actually seen you drink a drink. Second of all, you are the one person that said he would never touch alcohol ever. Although I did make you once, which is my bad, but that was fun. And now... Oh, it's okay if it's fun for you. Isn't that right? Hi. I had to document. Hi. Let's, not, let's also not forget, uh, you were also still a minor at the time? No, I wasn't. No, he, no, he was 21. Oh. Wait. Oh, okay. Yes, I was. Yes, I was. Sorry, I take that back. I was oh, a minor. No. You were? Yeah. Wow. Oh, so, wow. Now I'm in trouble. <laughs> That's going to be coming for you so yeah, soon. Whatever. Let them come. <laughs> but yeah, so this is a recent development. And I think Nick and I are just very, very pleased that it's happening. <laughs> Even though we're not alcoholics here, but. <laughs> no, but if you do have a problem, we can find a meeting to go to. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, hey, welcome to the adult club, Cam. It's uh, all downhill from here. Thanks, bro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> really is. It's just like you peak and, you peak then, and then you drop. <laughs> I hope I haven't peaked yet. I mean, I haven't done fucking anything yet. So you're yeah, fine. Yeah. Don't worry. Plenty about of it. years ahead of you. But we're so proud of you that you're actually. Yeah, we're, we're very whiskey. proud. <laughs> I felt yeah. like whiskey was appropriate. I didn't want to drink like fucking beer or something. Well, no, I mean, well whiskey, next, next will be tequila soda. For your Irish ass, I mean, whiskey's right up your alley. That's probably yeah. born in your blood. Truth. Pretty much. May I, may I ask what kind of whiskey you're having? Um, the only thing we had in the house was Jack Daniels. And then the next thing I'm going to drink is probably Jameson. Ooh. Jameson's good. Jameson's smooth. Yeah, I was, I was going to say, apparently it's a hell of a lot more smooth. So. Jameson and ginger ale. Delish. Jameson ginger. Mm-hmm. Pink Whitney's yeah. good, though. I do like some Pink oh, Whitney. That Pink Whitney is so dangerous. Is that from that commercial that I always see now? Yeah, it's from the guys yeah, that yeah, spit yeah, chiclets. Yeah, yeah. New Amsterdam Vodka makes it, and it's... I want. I actually will really want to try it. Uh, Okay, so, like, three, four weekends ago, me and my buddy bought, like, you know how they came out with, like, the hockey sticks of them? Yeah. It's like the plastic hockey stick filled with, like, ten nips. We each bought one. And they were both gone in about, in about like in about like four hours. Nice, <laughs> oh, nice. And my buddy, my buddy at the like when we finally like he kept he kept like getting up and like going to my freezer and like be like, oh yeah, come on, come on, do one. And I was like, dude, there's twenty of them. Can we just like hold off? And he was like. <laughs> Oh, oh, what, what? Like you, oh, uh, you don't want to drink? And I was like, I'm not saying that. I didn't buy them to not drink them. But do we need to finish savor both? It. Like, do we need to finish both? <laughs> and then he was like, Oh, last two. Here you go. And I was like, 
last two already? It's been four hours, dude. You're going to have to have him get more next time. Oh, no. Don't even get me going. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> but he did, he, did say, uh, he did say that he was happy to see us back podcasting again. And he was like, yeah, dude, bring me on. Let me be a guest. And I was like, what are you going to talk about? Like, he's trying to become like a cop. I'm like, what are you going to talk about? You don't, even, you don't even watch the Bruins. You watch the stuff. <laughs> so. You're like, you're out. See you yeah. later. Dude, uh, I when, I, when I was doing commentary and stuff like that, the amount of my friends who would be like, dude, let me get on the mic for a, for a period or a half or whatever. I'm like, do you know anything about hockey? Well, I watch the bees sometimes. No, you're not. You're not coming up, dude. It was a closed. It was a closed booth when we were up there. Yeah, well, that's I mean, totally different doing like actual live play by play and all that yeah. stuff. I mean, that's yeah. a whole different element. Like anybody can come on and shoot the shit on a podcast, but if you don't know shit about hockey, you don't have any relation to the game. It's like, well. Yeah, it's like if you don't know any of the players, you can't be a play-by-play person. Like, it just doesn't work. (laughs) (laughs) These stupid idiots. (laughs) But my buddy Spencer, uh, who I played hockey with for years now, he said he's been dying. Like, he's been asking us, like, all the time, like, Yo, come on! Let me get, let me get on, let me get on, let me get on. Did we, did we get him on? We did get him on one time. Yeah, yeah. He was like, Yo, let me, let me get on again. And I was like, Yeah, we'll see. We'll we'll have to figure it out. Interview you. Yeah. Well, if you don't want to interview him, all that kid does is a frame and fucking sometimes goes bar down, but he can't skate backwards. So, <laughs> and he was in your league. <laughs> yep. Well, that that's great. Well, what does that say <laughs> about <Spence>. you? <laughs> hey, hey, I can skate on. backwards. <laughs> yeah, we can take it if if we end up getting him on. We, we can take it up with him again, and hopefully he listens to this, and then he can just start chirping me because. Our hockey league is starting up. We're starting back uh, next Thursday. Oh, you're Thursday. back. Yep, next Thursday we're back. So I haven't skated since like October like 19th. So oh, this shit. is going to suck. Nah, it's I'm like riding die. a bike. You'll be fine. I'm going to die. You'll be fine. You guys have to like get tested before skating? Mm, no, not. I mean, the league hasn't said anything. I think it's more mm-hmm. just like everybody, like you change like you either change at home or you change in the parking lot and like you come in, you put your skates on and you have to have a mask on the whole time. And then yeah, makes sense. Off you go. But well, that's awesome. Yeah. I'm excited. To look forward to. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've probably put on like 10, 10, 20 pounds since I stopped skating. So I feel like everyone two. has COVID. Dude, COVID, COVID wise, everyone has. COVID has killed me. Yeah. I mean, same here, but like I blame it more on like the fact that I just stopped skating. Like I went from skating like three, four days, a week to now I'm like I mean going back to the gym but like fucking hate the treadmill so fuck that you need to find like an outdoor pond like you need to go up north and just go on a pond and skate yeah and take a nice ODR video and hopefully the NHL shares it hey if we all do it why not send me some free send me some free skates I could use yeah. some, some new wheels you guys are not gonna like this oh, but no. the only way to expose the brand properly these days is TikTok. Ah, <laughs> uh, nope, won't get nope. on that train. Not so that. sorry. <laughs> you'll never, you'll never see that on my phone ever. Same. You don't have to have Same. it on your phone. You just got to participate. I'll take care of all of it. You, if you want to do the video, great. If I don't see it, fine. <laughs> I'm, good. I'm not watching it. Oh, also, the back to the whole like social media hockey thing related. 
Um, someone liked your picture, Cam. Who was that? Okay, yeah, that was interesting. So, Zach, I, okay, Zach Boychuk, the former NHLer, um, just randomly <laughs> liked a picture of the four of us, four of us being us three and Ethan, from August of 2019. Zach does not follow me. He, there are no hashtags in that post to search the post. So I truly don't know how the fuck he ended up on that post. So can I tell you one thing? Zach, Zach Boychuk, I think follows everybody on Twitter. Pretty much. No, no, I'm aware. Yeah. Yeah. Like I don't, but I have no idea like what the thing is behind it. Is he some sort of like fitness person now? Like he created his own. No, I have no idea. But I mean, like, maybe, but he's, he's playing in Europe still. He's playing hockey still. I don't know, but I was just like, wait, is that for real? Like, did that really just happen? Yeah, it's like he's like a verified account too, like blue check mark and everything. Yeah, it's so yeah. weird, but it's like it's our picture with like our third line grinder shirt. Right, right, right. And it's like all four of us. It was it was so weird. I thought you were joking at first, and I was like, okay, but then I went into his Instagram, and I was like, oh, this guy's for real. Yeah. <laughs> so. That's former, pretty cool. Former Carolina Hurricane, but like, I don't know. Like his, I don't know if somebody just like runs his socials and just like that fucks could be, around yeah, or something. You know. But like, yeah, I remember the first day I joined Twitter, it was like Zach Boychuk has now followed you. And I was like, sick. You're like and okay, I, and I realized like he does that to everybody. That's but for so him weird. to like go out of the way to like like an Instagram picture, yeah, creepy. If, That's what I you thought. Have, you have a good point, though. <laughs> it could it could be like his assistant or something. Not to like drag it down, but like yeah, like just oh, like believe me, I was not brought up at all by this experience. No, <laughs> but it's but it's just like it was when you said it in like our group message, and I was like, oh shit, <laughs> that's kind of cool. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe whoever runs his socials like just all right. I'm gonna like everything that has to deal with hockey. Yeah, but it's like no. But then it comes back to how do they find that post? It's they don't follow me, and there's no hashtags to search the post. So I I don't know. They'd have to go directly to my unless yeah. Those I don't know. Very that's very weird. It's got to be some sort of algorithm to it. Yeah, they have to find you somehow. That's so weird. (laughs) But that's that's a huge that's a huge like thumbs up. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I guess we'll take it as a win, right? Yeah, why not? Yeah, <laughs> so far player. in this this weird ass year and a half or so, we got to take all the wins we can get. So, well, speaking yeah. of winners and losers, how about we dive into the Patrick Line uh, and Pierre Luc Dubois trade, which actually just popped up on my screen on the NHL Network right now? It's been um, the talk of the week. Yeah, everyone and, everyone's buzzing about it. I kind of said something about it last week, but obviously, I predicted the wrong team. Yeah, I mean, what are your thoughts on everything so far? I mean, I'm, I mean, kind of like like Cam and I were wrong last week. We were saying like, oh, they won't trade him. Like, why would you gonna, why are you gonna give up on an asset like that? Even though, did you did you guys see the video of his last like shift before Tortorella benched him for like the last? I didn't see it, but I I I heard it was very bad. Oh my god! Yeah, I didn't see it. Skating at like maybe sixty percent. Uh, puck in the corner, like didn't even go in the corner, just like bumped the guy and just like put his stick in and like, oh, I didn't get the puck. All right, back to the neutral zone, like literally up and down the whole left side of the ice and didn't do a thing. I highly recommend you go and watch it because it's like 
it's just telling. So I wonder if like Torch said like, you know what, kid, like I'm sending your ass down and you want to get out of here so fucking bad, then we'll get rid of you. We'll get rid of you. But yeah. I mean, did you did you guys happen to hear Torch's uh, interview like on the radio? Basically saying like, you'll know when I bench a player and like, yeah, he, yeah. I, I think we talked about that last week, right? Like, yeah. How he how he came out and said like, you know, he hasn't given me an explanation or the team an explanation on why he doesn't want to be here. But sure as shit, they end up, you know, swapping a, a almost a certified sniper. I mean, Patrick Line is a guy that knows how to put the puck in the back of the net, but it's really a question of his hustle and his heart and and everything yeah. like that. Um, and they yeah. also get. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, no. He uh, Patrick posted like this uh, on thing. Uh, it was like through the NHL thing, but um, like his jersey and then the, his new jersey at the Blue Jackets, and it was just like a. It was kind of like a sad farewell because I, I obviously don't think he wanted to leave. Um, well, there were I, talks. Yeah, there there have been talks for a couple of years that. He's possibly wanted to get out of there because his role has kind of been diminished because there are some games where he just doesn't, he plays only one way and that's it. Yeah. Well, I think that Patrick Laine's, you know, I don't know that there's, there aren't many real 200 foot players in the National Hockey League, if you ask me. I think that he's kind of worked on that aspect of his game a little bit. And I think that that might be part of the reason why his stats are slightly diminished from what they uh, were when he first came into the National Hockey League. But I think both teams win this trade. I think they both get what they want. And before we get too far away from Tortorella and Dubois specifically, I just have to say, I talked last week about how this, how about Dubois could, you know, the whole situation, it could be very telling of Dubois as a individual player. And Nick talks about his horrible last shift with the Columbus Blue Jackets before he was benched. I mean, it's mm-hmm. exactly what I said. It's the thing that you need to be wary of when a player doesn't want to be there. How committed are they actually going to be on a game by game basis? And we fucking saw the other night. Apparently, I of course haven't seen it, but I'm taking Nick's word for it because it seems like it. You know, I trust Nicky. You know, I think that he would you know only mm-hmm. spread the truth and nothing but the truth on this show. But Winnipeg, I think, if they're so willing to make this move and not only make this move but trade, you know, a you know. I guess you could player. say a star player. Yeah. Then not to mention both of whom are 22 years old. Right. Yeah, they were drafted. You know, same up, same draft, same draft, a pick apart. And you know what? The Columbus general manager. I was listening to an interview with him today on Hockey Central. Uh, he was saying how back in the 2016 draft, they were trying to trade up from the three spot to the two spot so they could get Patrick Line. So mm. I think both of these teams really get what they want. They both yeah. improve immensely. Uh, well, maybe immensely might be a strong word, but they both improve in areas where they want to improve. The Winnipeg Jets have one of the best center cores in the National Hockey League, if you ask me at this point. Yeah, uh, with they're, the they're showing right now an NHL Network top two centers by teams, and they have Jets, their top center, obviously Mark Scheifele, and now Pierre-Luc Dubois. Yeah. Which he hasn't and, play, he hasn't played yet, right? He plays the next game. Dubois. Who's that? Dubois. Hopefully. Oh yeah, probably. Yeah. yeah. I would assume so just based off like COVID protocol and traveling and all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. But I think the I honestly I think the real winners I mean it's it's tough to say though. It's tough to say like they're actually a winner, but 
Blue Jackets also got Jack Roslovich too, oh, yeah. who's yeah. He's a good he's a good player. I mean, granted he's mainly playing like third line, but he's like a gritty third line scorer. And he's he went to the University of uh Miami, Ohio. He's from Ohio. He's actually he's he was born in Columbus, so it's like you know, there's a guy that's gonna yeah. that's gonna show up right there and be ready to go. Well, and he was in the Columbus Blue Jackets like youth program or youth system, whatever you'd call that. I don't know how they how they refer to that in Columbus, but it really is a flip of the script when it comes to Jack Roslovic and Pierre-Luc Dubois. You take a player who wants nothing to do with Columbus and swap him out more so for Patrick Laine, but you also bring in a Columbus guy who grew up as a part of the organization. And I'll be honest, I think that the Blue Jackets kind of had that in mind when they made the move. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. I don't know, I think... Like you said, Nick, I think this team, uh, both teams, uh, with the whole switch and everything, is is a good thing. I don't think they're looking at it as like, you know, we lost a player or we lost someone that's great. I think they evened out. Yeah, because, I mean, if you look at it from Columbus' perspective and based off what Tortorella has been saying about him, it's he, he didn't want to be the Pierre-Luc Dubois didn't want to be there. No. And him and his dad never got along with, with John Tortorella, and John Tortorella's a tough coach to get along with, but at the same time, he usually gets the most out of his players if guys respond, you know, to the to his style of coaching. So right. I think, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if, if you end up seeing both guys go off to their two new respective teams and end up putting up points on the board, that being Line A and uh, Pierre-Luc Dubois. I yeah, just think no, that it, it just hurts. It just hurts. Um, Columbus's, you know, center like centers because Pierre, uh, Patrick Laine is a right winger. Yeah. So they're gonna have to reconfigure fill, everything. Yeah, you're gonna have to fill that void, you know, down the middle in Columbus. Yeah. But I'm sure they'll figure out a way, and, and or they transform a winger into a center or something like that. Did you Did you guys happen to see the interview that um, they did with Pat uh, Dubois? I did not know. Um, so they, you know, all the commentators ask him, you know, was it torts that made you leave and like all that stuff. And like, still he wasn't able to give us, you know, a straight answer about the whole thing. But he also mentioned like, he's kind of like back home with Winnipeg because his dad lives there and he hasn't seen his dad in forever and blah, blah, blah. But like overall the like commentators, I just love how commentators always like push to the like to the limit to get an answer out of someone and this kid is like i don't know i mean what is he like 22 yeah doesn't yeah and you know he's like trying not to you could tell by the way that he was being interviewed that he didn't want to talk about the whole torch situation um, yeah. so it was like it got a little bit awkward and i was just like oh this is kind of weird <laughs> but it's well, definitely out there that yeah pierre luc dubois and john tortorella just did not get along no no of course not well, we coined the term back in the first era of this show. We coined the term hockey player answer for a reason. I mean, hockey players are so cut and dry when it comes to interviews and everything. They're never going to say the wrong thing, uh, except for Jake Voracek with the was, Philly reporter the other day, which was one of my favorite <laughs> clips of the year so far. That was the funniest shit I've ever seen. Like some some local paper guy in Philly, I guess, always like, Always rips Jake Voracek, like always gives him a hard time. And he asked Jake a question like, oh, like, are you excited? Like, finally get back on the on the ice and start playing and like, you know, being in this new division and everything. And he's like, oh, Jesus, like, 
Jake Voracek in his accent, like basically saying like, oh, Jesus, Jesus Christ, like I forget the guy's name. I think it's Charlie or something. And he was like, you know, I didn't even want to answer this question. You're <laughs> such a fucking to... weasel. Yeah, I didn't want to answer this question because you're probably just going to go write whatever you want to write in your in your paper, which is always fucking shit. But <laughs> yeah, no, it feels great playing, but you know, whatever. You're just a weasel. Like, it's fucking awesome. Such a oh, Philly man, I interaction. I wish I heard that. <laughs> you didn't hear that? No, I didn't hear it. Oh, oh my I'll God. see you if I can find it and send listen. it. In the I'll Discord. have to bring it up. Yeah, for sure. You need to look it up and listen to it right now because it's it, so funny. Such a Philly thing. It's hysterical. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's such a silly thing. Yeah. But yeah, I think we can all agree. I mean, both teams kind of, kind of both won, kind of even its way out. Um, yeah. In the trade, and I think the trade deadline came is in April. March. April? Oh, April. I believe it's early April. It's like April fourth or something. I don't have it up in front yeah. of me. We talked about it last week though, so go listen to the yeah. last episode. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I mean that's that's like the first big move that the NHL has seen so far. So pretty interesting stuff there. Um, also speaking of Philly. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, I was going to ask you guys, like, obviously he breached his contract and everything. So how does that, I don't know how it works, but Who like what his contract? What didn't Dubois like sign a two year contract with Columbus? Well, he, yeah, that he contract did. still stands with now with Winnipeg. They yeah, own the no. rights. Okay. To so it contract. just, it just transfers over. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Got it. I wasn't sure how it works. I think it was two years at 10 mil, so it was like five mil a year. Five mil a year. I don't know if Columbus retained any of that salary. I don't think so. I don't I'm, think I so. Assume, I would assume given what what Line was being paid, that's probably why um, why Winnipeg probably had to give up Rostovich as well. My guess, if I had, yeah. if I had to guess. I mean, because Pierre-Luc Dubois is on a cheap contract. For well, yeah, that's the thing. Winnipeg is... Winnipeg is up against it when it comes to the cap. I mean, they have zero dollars of projected cap space. And oh, there okay. there are some big expensive names who are expiring at the end of this year. Paul Stastny is up at the end of the year, as well yeah, right as up. Matthew Perot, who is making four point one two five million this year. Um, you know, there's a there's a few big guys there who are making big money currently. So that raises the question at the end of next season is Pierre-Luc Dubois going to get another payday in Winnipeg or is he going to, you know, move on? You know, we'll see. Is his two-year contract up this year? At the end of next year. Uh, next year, yeah. Oh, yeah. So he's in Winnipeg for this year and next. So, yeah, so if he ends fine. up liking it enough, if he ends up liking it enough, they'll, they'll make him – he'll probably eventually become their new number one center because Shifley's yeah. not going to go anywhere. They're not going to move on from Shifley. No, I agree. I think he'll stay with this team for a while. And Shifley is – the captain too so yeah oh wheeler you know wheeler's the captain well wheeler's the captain but shifley's the alternate which I mean, who knows how many years left uh wheeler has but yeah age 34 I mean, he could have a few good years left yeah but uh do what tara does and stay till you're like 45 yeah well i mean blake wheeler is big but he's not as big as Chara, so he might be able no. to have a little more gas in the tank maybe We'll see. And Wheeler's got sick hands, like uh, sick vision too, like just glorified, beautiful passer, which he yeah. never was in Boston. 
Well, you Great. know what? You can't win them all, right? <laughs> well, I mean, they they moved on from him, but then they win the Stanley Cup a matter of months. I later, know, so. I know, I know. I, I, just, you know, we can look yeah. back on it, twenty twenty hindsight, and whatnot. I think it was worth it at the end of the day. Yeah. Yeah. Well, speaking of Bruins, let's talk about that sick game. Well, they finally fucking scored finally. a five goal. Oh my god! It's it about time. Took... Go ahead, no, Sonny. No. no, no, no. You air off first because I need to look some things up right now. No, I know, but I, literally when that five-on-five five goal happened, all I could think about was, oh, I'm sure Nick is so happy right now that it's actually happening for once. <laughs> but go uh, ahead. <laughs> no, 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 keep going, because like no. I said, I got I to gotta look some stuff up right now. Okay. Well, well I can chime in here. With, yes, please do. You know, I can't well, chime in a lot because this was the one night so far this season where I was like, you know what? I'm really not that in the mood for hockey tonight. Seriously. I, I watched a, Cam, <laughs> I was like, how can you even be a part of like, this Cam. podcast and not be in the mood? <laughs> I need breaks every now and then. There was a new episode There's of no Euphoria. Breaks in hockey. Yeah, there was a no new episode of Euphoria. I really wanted to watch it, and I oh was so God. fucking tired. I was like, you know, I'm gonna watch the Bruins the two, two completion. Then I'll watch the new episode of Euphoria. Then I'll go to bed. I got and halfway it, through it the Bruins game, and then it's I was the like, one game, the I know. one game that you should have watched. I know it's we- just my luck, but I can I can always find a way to bitch, you know, because. <laughs> You have Bergeron who scores twice. You have Marshawn who scores twice. And then Coyle and uh, Craig Smith gets his first as a Bruin. You, four goals from two players. I have a way to bitch here. Still not enough depth scoring. Come on, guys. <laughs> well, that was, on, that was on Saturday, right? Yes. Yes. That was, a 6-1, that was a 6-1 game. Yes. 6-1 or 7-1? 6-1. 6-1. 6-1. 6-1. 6-1. They finally scored a 5-on-5 five five goal in the third period against... Yep against Philly on the Thursday game, which I believe was it fucking Nick goddamn Richie that got that first goal. Is this see this is what I'm doing. I'm trying to I'm trying to look it up. I'm trying to look Nick it up. Richie slander please, uh, is so please. unwarranted. <laughs> He's no, trying to look it, it up, people. It is. It is unwarranted. And you know what I'm starting to come around on that because you know what I guess it, it could be it could be much worse. You know what I mean? Like it like I get it. Like you know he's a he, and, and you know what? And last year, too, like, it's tough because he's coming in to a whole new situation, like, end of the year playoff push. Like, he was playing in Anaheim, which was a team that wasn't even sniffing the fucking playoffs to begin with. Oh. And, oh, no, it was Jack Stadnika who, who got the first goal, which I love that. that yeah. Was stuck. Oh, yeah. That was an awesome one, too. And then Charlie Coyle finally scores one, and then Nick Ritchie again on the power play. You know? yeah. Hey, but you know what? If 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 you're gonna if you're gonna put a big body in front of the net, you might as well put Nick Ritchie in front of there because hey, if he gets hit with a puck then, and he gets injured, eh? Well, okay, we'll take him out. We'll put somebody else in. Oh, no, okay. I'm just I'm just kidding. I'm just no, kidding. you're not. <laughs> no, I no, I am. I am. I don't. I don't. I don't wish any harm on on these on these guys. Obviously, I want everybody to stay healthy and have a great. Um, you know, live a nice, healthy life playing in the NHL. But no, I mean, I, I, you're right, Kim. The the Bruin, the slander towards Nick Ritchie that has been going on since he's gotten here, and I think last year was somewhat warranted because I think people were like, "Well, we already had Brett Ritchie who scored one goal, and it was like the first game of the fucking season against his old team, and it was like the puck shouldn't even went in in the first place." And then you bring in Nick, and you're like. Well, okay, Nick Ritchie has a little more jam to his game. Like, 
He's not afraid of like the dirty areas. And then it was just like last year, and he's in the playoffs, and he's not supposed to be in the playoffs. And he's probably like, I'm not ready to go at like this pace. So, but sucks is like obviously nobody got a camp. So that, so I mean, nobody got a camp. So nobody was fully prepared to like, or not a full camp. uh, They didn't get a full camp. They got like a week or two of training camp or whatever, as opposed to like a month or two. Months, yeah. Yeah. But, um, no, I mean, Nick Ritchie has actually looked decent. I mean, there's still, obviously, you know, if you're going to nitpick everything, like like me, because I'm an asshole like that, like, bitch about everything, then, you know, you notice more negatives and positives. But he has been a positive on this team so far. Yeah, no, and I agree it, and, with that. And he's positive on the power play, too, which, which sucks because, well, it doesn't suck. Obviously, it's good, but, like, it sucks that the Bruins have to like rely so heavily on this power play to to, to even win goal. to win games and to get a yeah. goal. Yeah. But I love that Jackson Nika and I love that Trent Frederick. Did you guys happen to see the clip of him uh talking shit to Subban? Oh yeah. Yep. Yeah. Oh, that was, that was great. great. That was great. <laughs> uh, if you haven't seen that, it's from behind the beam on Nesson that they do and uh totally check it out. Could just go to the Check out like Barstool. Um, yeah, or just type in Subban, you'll 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 get yeah, it. Yeah, it's it's ba- there. Basically, Trent uh, Trent Frederick's like, hey, come on, come on, you want to go, you want to go, you want to go to Subban. And Subban's like, no, 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 no. And then like later, Subban was like, oh, like I'll get I'll get you when I'm ready. And yeah. it's like, well, <laughs> why like, aren't you okay. ready now? <laughs> no, it was so stupid. And then <laughs> the best part was Trent Frederick saying. Uh, yeah, go post another workout video. Go post another workout video. Dude, you're so tough. You won't even fight me. It was like, crazy. Uh, that's, my, that's it was great. Where, One sorry, of my, fav- my favorite Subban video ever is when Ovechkin <laughs> completely tabletops him, sends him over the top of him, and then Subban gets up, looks at the ref like, where's the penalty? Completely clean hit, and then s- proceeds to skate right up behind Ovechkin and just dogpile on his back, like basically jumped on his back and Ovechkin zero, you know, reaction at all other than just looking at the ref like, really, are we doing this? Are we allowing this? Just perfectly like, sums get up. Get this kid off of my back. <laughs> yeah, ter- perfectly summed up P.K. Subban when he was with the Canadians. Yeah. I think um, he's gotten a little bit better. I agree. Like, with his, with his yeah. antics and everything, but... Yeah, so the Bruins finally, they finally scored their first five-on-five goal. Thank God. So happy about um, that. And they go on and they sweep the Flyers this weekend. Uh, the first game on Thursday was uh, ended in a 5-4 shootout. Jake DeBrusk, who can't score in, in regulation or during the game, but had a nice, pretty uh, pretty nice uh, little, flick of the, little flick of the wrist and little flop the puck over the goalie's shoulder as he's, going, <laughs> as he's sliding across for a nice shootout win. And then 6-1 on Saturday, the Bruins pumped him. And Philly is a good team. I, yeah. I, I think they're a team that you got to take lightly i mean they have so much talent it's just you know i think they rely so much on carter hart to be and he is the number one goalie but like in this shortened season like you know you got to provide something for a goalie like carter hart who snows very young and is proven but also unproven at the same time so yeah so the question is there, is he really ready to take on the number one role? I think he is. I mean, he's had a couple rocky-ish games so far this year. But, I mean, I still think Philadelphia is going to win the mass-mutual East division. I really do. 
You love the names, uh, don't you? <laughs> I d- dude, I'm having so much fun being such a dick reading these names. <laughs> the Discover Central. Again, they're fine. They Ocean need to be North. there. Make money. The NHL needs to make money, but I'm going to make fun of it. So, Cam, you you, you still think that Philly's going to win over uh, the team that you love to watch most play in, in Montreal? Well, over Montreal? You said you said before we started the show you love watching them play. Yeah. I mean, yeah, they're not in the same division, but like. Oh fuck! Right. <laughs> I know. It's, all, it's all messed up this year. I know. I don't. I don't blame you. We're all gonna be delete, all over delete, the place. Delete, delete, delete. Yeah, delete, delete. We're all yeah. gonna be messed up because all the divisions are different now. So. Listen, I would love to see Philadelphia and Montreal go head to head, though. I think that that would be a hell of a. That game. would be pretty cool. I'd love to see Montreal and Toronto go head to head, like all the way through the end of the season, and the two teams just beat the shit out of each other. <laughs> I think that that's what we're gonna watch for the most I part. I think so too. Yeah. Like I was watching some of a, uh, I think it was Calgary and Toronto yesterday. Yep. Those those two, I mean, flying up and down the ice. Oh, nobody yeah. was safe, nobody was safe out there on the ice. No. But uh, also just a few other uh, Bruins notes. Um, looks like David Pasternak could be back on Saturday to play against uh, Cam, your Washington Capitals, who. Also just released a New Jersey, but we'll get to that in a second. But yeah, David Pasternak possibly being put back into the lineup for the for the Boston Bruins, which I think means that Anders Bjork, sorry, dude, like either either like you're getting traded or you're yeah. gonna go play in, in fucking Marlboro with the well, with you're the being benched. He already got benched. I know. That's what I'm saying. Like, and so what I'm saying is. That's one of your higher draft picks right there. And I, I guarantee, like, I think Bruce Cassidy has had it, like, up to here with him. Like, and part of it is not Andres Bjork's fault because he has dealt with a lot of shitty injuries in his first two seasons. But last year was his, like, first actual full season. And he, he, and he was a healthy scratch the last game. The, the yeah, last game that. he played against the, light, against the Lightning. So it's like, you know, he doesn't fit in. So... When Who knows Pasta what's gonna happen? So when Pasta comes back, I mean, at least he goes he goes right into that first that first line role. But I want to keep seeing Trent Frederick and Jack Nika play. Yeah. So who Same. do you take out? Do you take out Chris Wagner? Chris, I mean, Wagner hasn't done much, but he's also kind of like a key part of your fourth line. I mean, if I can interject, if I had to choose between the two, I'd probably have to go with Studnika because Frederick brings a little bit more of an edge and physicality that this team, I think, still needs a little bit more of. I mean, because the big, heavy, hard-hitting teams historically are the teams that go farther and just simply do better. And you know what? Us Bruins fans, 2019 is a perfect example of that. How did you lose the Stanley Cup final? You lost because you had no physicality against a team that did have physicality. And Trent Frederick, I mean, he's a young guy who's come up and he's, we just talked about him with P.K. Subban. He's not afraid to fuck around. Yeah. That's no. just my opinion. I, li- I like Jack Studnika a lot. I really enjoy pulling yeah, watching same. him play. But that's yeah. how I feel. I, I, think it, I think it's just based off of, you know, yeah, like, unfortunately right now they're not going to take out Nick Ritchie because he's playing no. good. Yeah. They're not going to take out Craig Smith. They're not going to take out Charlie Coyle. Nope. Not going to. What I what I think should happen is I think that you you sit Jake DeBrus down for a couple of games and you say, Hey, buddy, wake the fuck up. Yeah. Wake up. 
We pay you for a reason, and your reason here is to score goals and go out there and be a pain in the ass offensively. It's great if you can get back and you can back check and disrupt some pucks, but like use your feet, you're fast. Make like and and I've heard, you know, like the Nesson crew and everybody saying, like, well, well, you know, Jake DeBrus has actually done pretty good, like, you know, playing on that first line role. Well, yeah, not, he's got, not really. Not really. He's got one point in five games. Yeah. Yeah. And it was probably a, a secondary assist. Probably. Wasn't a goal, I can tell you that. I mean. No, definitely wasn't. And it's like, why, if you can only score goals on a breakaway and you're not getting breakaways in a game. You shouldn't be playing. Yeah. So that, I don't but, know. I mean, that's what I would like to see is sit to sit the breast down. But I think the way Bruce Cassidy looks at it is they're they're not as good of a team with the sitting out. Probably yeah. is my guess. So, uh, your feelings on Pasta coming back? Yay, nay? Do you think it's a good move coming back earlier than expected? If he feels all right, I mean, he just today on Monday he took his non they took his non-contact jersey off at practice. So that tells me he's feeling good enough where he can take some, some punishment at least a little bit. So, yeah, but uh, I mean, I'm not, I'm never for rushing and like rushing somebody who has dealt with an injury, especially off season surgery. So it's like, right. But if he feels ready and the team doctors feel that he's ready then let him go. But I wouldn't be surprised if maybe they have a back to back and he sits. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, get, I, just get, yeah, I just get worried that, you know, one one small minor hit and he's going to be out. Especially if he comes, like, too early. But then again, you can't you can't go into it like that, so. Right. I mean, And yeah. I'm, I'm also, like, trying to mentally prepare myself to see Chara play against the Bruins. Oh, my God, yes. That is, that's going to be. I hope he drops the gloves with Kevin Miller and absolutely blasts Kevin Miller in the fucking <laughs> Oh, shit. It's going to be the, very, very weird and interesting to see them both play on the ice. All the Kevin Miller talk, like, oh, my God. Like, he has played so good. It's like. Hmm. I think that he's played. Mediocre. I, I would honestly say I think he's been slightly better than mediocre, but still not filling the shoes of a Zidane Chara. And I'm not sitting here saying that he needs to immediately fill the shoes of Zidane Chara. That's Charlie McAvoy's job as far as I'm concerned. And I think McAvoy, we kind of slandered him a little bit last week because of the penalty numbers. I think that he stepped up a little bit more in these last few games and looked a lot better. Yeah. But Kevin Miller, I mean, he's just Kevin Miller. There's really... I'm not expecting him to go out there and become an all-star defenseman. As far as I'm concerned, he never will be. So why? Huh? He played in the three-on-three in overtime against Philly. No, I know. Believe me, I know. (laughs) Like, what? What is happening? Who was it? It was Kevin Miller was out there with, I think, Charlie Coyle and like Craig Smith or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, And I said out loud to my dad, I was like, I don't like this crew. And he's like, yeah, I don't either. This isn't working. And no. So I don't know. My dad even said something. He's like, why the hell is he out there? (laughs) I was like, I don't, I don't know what's going on. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, It's like, you know, it is. And it's a, it's a good story, you know, for him to be out basically almost two years. And then he comes back and he's playing and and he's, I mean, the dude's jacked. So like, yeah, Good for him, but still, I mean, who would I rather have, Kevin Miller or Zdeno Chara? Zdeno Chara. Absolutely. Obviously. In that's every the... single way. Yeah. 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 But it is going to be weird, you know, for the over the weekend. So I think they play Saturday, Tuesday to see uh, 
or is, is it Saturday, Monday, or Saturday, Tuesday? Let me check. Uh, I think it's. But, let's see. Oh yeah, Saturday, Monday. Yeah. But it's still gonna be so weird seeing like Char going up against his whole team and you know having to having to be in battles. Excuse me, <laughs> be in battles in front of the net of uh, his old teammates. So yeah, it should be good. I am too. I'm excited actually. Um, anyway, but anyway that was that was the Bruins talk. We uh obviously love a good win. Yeah. Even though I was two wins. Yeah, even though I was a little like not upset, not no, I wouldn't say upset, but like I was surprised that Philly didn't score more goals. Well, that first game, I mean, they were all Four over goals the in the first game, I mean. No, the second one, like the 6 to 1. Oh, yeah, I'm very surprised that they didn't well, score. Well, that's the second time in less than a week that Philadelphia or no, yeah, slightly less than a week that Philadelphia has lost by the exact scoreline of six to one. Yeah. So, Thanks. and Carter Hart start. Did Carter Hart start the six to one game? I don't remember. I yep. was half a second. Yeah, he okay. did. So that yeah. he started both of those games. Yeah. So that brings it back around to the Carter Hart discussion, which we've already had. But let's open it back up to just the Mass Mutual East in general, because. It feels like every other game just about that is played within the grounds of this division have gone to overtime. And the standings are reflect this perfectly. The Washington Capitals, who they themselves have been to four consecutive overtime games, losing three of them but picking up points along the way, um, sit in first place at nine points. Only two points separate them. And fifth place, Philadelphia, the Islanders, in sixth place with six points, and then Buffalo and the Rangers rounding out the division. I just wanted to talk about how insane this division has been throughout the first, you know, two weeks or so, three weeks or so of this young season, this shortened season at that. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, if you look at Pittsburgh, they're on a four-game winning streak right now, and they're coming into Boston uh, tomorrow, which would be on Tuesday the 26th, so... Um, what, one thing I noticed, Cam, when I look at this division is a goal differential. You have Washington at plus one, Pittsburgh minus two, New Jersey's even, Boston plus five, which leads it. Then you have Philly minus two, the Islanders plus one, then Buffalo minus one, and the Rangers minus two. Yeah, you're like all in the same kind of ballpark. Like that is like, that's some tight hockey right there being yeah. played. I mean, yeah. And then you have the, the fucking Islanders who nine goals for, eight goals against. Like, you know, it must not be fun watching that team play. But, <laughs> no, I mean, the the East is tight. And it's yeah. it's all about the making it in that top four. And that's what's going to be the hardest thing for, I mean, not just for this division, but for every division. But, I mean, we knew this going in, that all these teams – are, are all like they'll whenever they played against each other in the past, whether they were in the same division or not. I mean, you have Philly, Boston, Pittsburgh, Philly, you know, Washington, Philly, Washington, Pittsburgh. I mean, all those games are always so tight. So you you kind of you got to kind of expect that um, this you know this year especially because they see each other eight times a year. Yeah. But I mean, to have all these overtime games is—it's is it crazy. It's—it's it's been it a, a lot of league. I don't know, but I don't and, know. It's like I said, it's been a lot of overtime. It's been a lot of shootouts. Well, how could it not be a good look for the team, Nick? I just want to know. Or no, the, for league, the league, I mean, for the league, yeah. I don't know because I think I think 
I don't know because I think when you go to a shootout and that's the way you're going to end a professional hockey game, I think it's a tough look as opposed to ending it in overtime or playing, you know, a five on five overtime for 10 minutes. Like when you have to go to a shootout and you have to end it on like, it's basically like soccer. Like when you end on penalty kicks, like, yeah, but I would, I would argue that those are different things in soccer. If it goes to penalties, it's because nobody's going to fucking score to begin with. And this is coming from a soccer fan. But, I mean, when it comes to the NHL schedule, especially this season, it's so compact. and Like, these guys cannot be playing multiple. I mean, look at Washington. Four games in a row in overtime. uh, Three of those in the shootout. Those games can't go with this schedule. Cannot go, you know, all these 10-minute five-on-five overtime. So, for real... That's also what makes it, like, a tough look is because... You're expecting all these teams to be able to finish their games in regulation when instead of being forced to play more games and then come playoffs. And if they're gas come playoffs, you're going to be like, well, why is that? Oh, because they had to go to overtime so many times instead of finishing teams out in regulation. I don't know, man. I, I don't know that it's necessarily a bad look for the league, but I think that it's a bad look for some of the teams. Like I look at Washington and I just shake my fucking head. I look at Pittsburgh to go, going to overtime two games in a row and I shake my head I think it's more of a of a way to comment on individual teams than it is the league itself because this is really only happening in the mass mutual east I mean the other divisions aren't having this same overtime epidemic that we're seeing in the eastern division yeah not the same like tightness and and you know like the whole uh shootouts and and overtime thing but there are other teams in other leagues that are doing that as well i i think but, that it's more of a reflection on just the tightness of the east than anything than than on the league as a whole personally okay yeah yeah no but i mean i totally get your point cam i mean like you like you just said i mean that is tough for any team especially in a shortened season to go to overtime it's gonna take it's gonna literally take miles off your team yeah i mean i was really yeah. making that point when i was really thank god i can't fucking speak when I was making that point, I was really more or less defending the shootout than anything because I yeah. I mean, shootouts are a controversial thing when it comes to the National Hockey League. I know some people love them, some people hate them. I enjoy them, and I think that just with the way hockey is, you can't be having all these, you know, never-ending overtimes throughout the regular season. I think the shootout makes sense, and mm-hmm. I think that it can be pretty exciting, but I don't know. I just ha- I felt like I had to defend the shootout a little bit there. <laughs> Okay. No, which is fine. We're all we're we all have our own opinions about it. So yeah. I mean, trust me, I'll take all the extra hockey I can watch. Same. Sure. <laughs> Believe Especially me, I prefer I prefer twenty minutes of sudden death overtime that just keeps going. That Tampa <laughs> Bay uh, Columbus I mean, game that we're like, overtimes. Yeah. That, yeah. That, five overtimes. They are fun. They are very fun. But this is this is very like it's a time window for for this year. So yeah, I think that's so. why. Yeah. Believe me, I, I prefer that, but it just it oh, is I, not logical in any sense. No, yeah. for this season it's not logical, but for when it's when we're back to our regular season, I think like five OTs. I love it. <laughs> Bring it on. <laughs> I don't want to stay up for that long, disagree. but <laughs> the players would highly disagree. <laughs> no, I know I know that, but I'm just saying, as a fan, I'd be like, oh, four overtime, sick. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> More hockey. <laughs> yeah. Well, 
Unfortunately, let's move on to one last topic we wanted to touch on before we get to pucking around is uh, the Carolina Hurricanes. Um, they have run into a lot of COVID trouble, and I'm surprised that this hasn't happened more, but I think it's because some teams are taking it more serious than others. I mean, uh, knock, knock, the Washington Capitals. Yeah. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. This isn't a Capitals problem. This is a Russian problem. Just want to point that okay, out. Okay, but still, it's still part of the team. <laughs> I, it, actually, I want to make a comment on that just while we're on the topic. Obviously, I'm disappointed in Ovechkin. He's the captain. Obviously, I'm disappointed in Dmitry Orlov. Uh, kind of disappointed in Evgeny Kuznetsov. I mean, he does have the cocaine history from about a year ago, so I'm not <laughs> overly true. surprised. But the player I was really, really disappointed in was Ilya Samsonov. I mean, yeah, he gets same. the call up to essentially become the starting goaltender this year, and he pulls that shit. Listen, you, I get it. It's difficult under your circumstances, but you're still making million dollars, millions of dollars yeah. to play a game. There are people who have to live paycheck to paycheck or on unemployment right, right now. Just and fucking, it's also like just, you're... grab your fucking iPad, lay down in your room, watch some you know, friends or the office, I don't care. Your Russian shows else. doesn't matter to me. Just <laughs> stop breaking these fucking guidelines. Homemade it's... Russian amateur movies. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no kidding. But, 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 but before, before we get the listeners confused, Cam, why don't you just go over what happened? And this was, I think, last... Last week. Last week? Yeah, it was yeah. last week. I don't think there's really a whole lot to say, but it was four Washington players, over, the Russians... Ovechkin, Kuznetsov, yeah. Orlov, and Samsonov, they broke COVID protocol and they were all hanging out together. And 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 that's basically it. I mean, there isn't a whole lot else but to they say. Were, but they were in their hotel rooms like, yes. on the road. And like, I, I think some people forget that the NHL came out and said, like, even if you're on the road, you're not hanging out with the guys. No. Yeah, no. You go back you, to your you, room and you, you know, you, you go into your room and you do whatever. Quarantine, you do whatever. You don't talk to anybody. No, I but forget off the top of my head. Are they in their own individual rooms or is there like a buddy system? Yeah, I believe. No, no it's buddy all, system. I'm pretty all sure individual rooms now. Yeah. I don't know. I really like the idea of the buddy system personally. Because it's about accountability at that point. You're only with one other person. So the risk of spreading it is still relatively lower. And, you know, if something happens with you, if you break the rules, you're fucking over the other guy too, which True. puts more accountability on you. So I, I don't know. I'm just throwing that out there. Right. Well, yeah. and then obviously we saw like the Dallas Stars and the National Predators. They st- the way they started their years, they were already in trouble. Yeah. And like I mean, we went over last 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 week with the the Dallas Stars. Sorry, Sonia. Go ahead. No, I I almost wanted to say like it's I kind of expected it. It's like Dallas, Nashville. Uh, what was the other team, Cam, we were talking about? Arizona that we were talking about. Like, all the southern states. Who Basically are not, all the states that are open. Yeah, pretty much who are not even caring about COVID at all are the ones that are going not to be playing. Like, Dallas did not play all last week or in the week before. Well, and then add in another southern state in, in, the right. Carol- in the Carolinas. But, like, also at the same time, like, if... Now, of course, like, because Brad Marchand came out and said this, like, you know... People can take it for what it's worth, but he was—he basically came out and was like, "Well, if every, if every other team and every other player can do it, why can't Alex Ovechkin do it?" You know, he didn't say that directly, but he basically was like, he basically, said it basically that way, called yeah. out the Caps, like, 
yeah, I mean, we do it. We obviously don't enjoy it. We don't enjoy like not hanging out with the guys like on the road, but we have to. And if yeah. we want to play the season and make our money and provide entertainment and go out and try and win a Stanley Cup, then that's what we have to do. No, you're you're absolutely right. You're one hundred percent right. Well, like, Marshawn is right. Yeah, yeah, I agree with him. No one should be breaking protocol, especially now. Shorter season, you, you know, you're you're playing your game. Just do what you got to do, and then get through it. I, I don't mean, understand. Especially, I'm I'm actually very surprised that Tampa Bay hasn't had any cases. I think it's I think it's because they're the defending Stanley Cup champions, and they want to go out and try yeah. and keep making history. That's probably the only reason why. Well, the other thing that's disappointing Kucher, with Kucherov is out the Russian. So well that. <laughs> There you go. But Sergeyev well, can always go fuck it up. Very true. <laughs> well, the thing is that's disappointing about any of the NHL players going out and getting this, having this happen. How many months of other sports watching have we had where we've watched MLB teams, NFL teams have these same fucking problems, which completely just dismantles and disorients the schedules for not only those teams respectively, but the teams that they're supposed to play. It's not right. just you and your team who you're fucking over. It's the rest of the league. You've had right. months and months and months to, to watch this and take note and, and, and be able to reflect on that and say, I really got to reel it in and, and look after myself and the team and make sure that we're not breaking these protocols so we can have a successful fucking season. And right. we're yeah. we. I get it all out of the way now. Get it all out of the way in the first couple of weeks. Hopefully we're not seeing this happen come the end of March or early April into playoff time. But still, it's just, that's the most yeah. frustrating part about the whole thing to me. And you think yeah. about it, and then you have to like postpone the game and then replay the games as well. So what Dallas and Nashville missed, what, four games that they had to play? Right. So, so uh, yeah, Dallas and Nashville, yes, I believe they both had to miss their first four games. Yeah. Uh, so just so just reading from the NHL.com website, uh, the Carolina Hurricanes had their game against the Tampa Bay Lightning on Tuesday postponed and rescheduled for February 22nd. The game Tuesday is one of six. That's six games yeah. that had to have been rescheduled for the Hurricanes. That's they ridiculous. will resume play against the Lightning at PNC Arena on Thursday. Carolina has not played since a 4-2 win at the Nashville Predators on January 18th. Because of coronavirus issues, Hurricanes forwards Warren Fogle, Jordan Martinuk, Jordan Stahl, and Tivo Teravainen, as well as defenseman Jacob Slavin, were placed in COVID-19 protocol last week, and training facilities were closed to players. Financial said, quote, it was out of an abundance of caution to ensure the health and safety of players, coaches, and game day personnel, and in consultation, or in consultation, may I speak much? with medical <laughs> experts so 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 my thing with that is is now since they have to postpone and make up these games does that mean that you have to take extra time and like an extra day for these teams to actually play or they just add it on to whatever the schedule is well, well the they, way probably, they probably added it to a day that they were all scheduled to have off well that's the whole thing yeah. though the schedule was built in a way to have days off in between these like two game series that the teams are playing that way you can easily or at least more easily insert games that have to be rescheduled i mean so the nhl did yeah. a good job uh anticipating this and preparing for this to happen unfortunately we're seeing it happen a lot more than i would have liked i mean we all knew it was going to happen at some point but it's frustrating to see it happening at the level that it has happened at least if you ask me 
And, you know, and that raises up a question for me to you guys is, I think I touched base on this last week, but should they have stayed in a bubble like they did last season? No. Why? The players would not agree to it. There's no way they're doing that again. Maybe, like like we said last week, maybe for the playoffs. Maybe. I think the playoffs, it would be the only real viable option because of the separation uh, and restrict, travel restrictions between three of the divisions and the Scotia North division. So yeah. my thought is that we will see a bubble for the playoffs unless travel restrictions are you know lifted in the next, next few months magically, which I suppose could be possible with the distribution uh, of vaccinations and all that. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't think that the timeline for that's going to be moved that quickly, but we'll see. Um, so when it comes to the bubble, I think that that will happen. When it comes to the regular season, I think that they're doing it exactly the way that they need to do it. There's no way that they could have done the bubbles any better than they're doing right now. If yeah. uh, you know, just by kind of bubbling it's each division. Travel and yeah, all that exactly. Mm-hmm. You're not getting teams flying from East coast to West coast or down South up North. Like, yeah, I think, I think that's, and there's, and the players even came out and said like during the bubble, like during the playoffs, like, yeah, it wasn't uh, as all like as great as like you guys make it seem. So no, because you're confined in one place and that's it. No, I, no, I get without, it. Without their families and everything too. No, I get that for sure. It's hard. Yeah, I can but, imagine I mean, that for, it was awful, but I mean, but for fifty six games in 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 a, in a season. Yeah. No, there's no way. There's no way that you can put these guys in a bubble and continuously playing on the same ice surface and trying to maintain that and they're like yeah. If you have eight teams playing on one surface, like for you know well, 130 days, like it, it won't work either. Like no, no, they, they would have the best that they could do is try to specifically have the bubbles in cities that have multiple arenas that can support right. NHL yeah. hockey. And even yeah. then, even if you go to a city like New York, where there's you know the Islanders, which are you know Long Island's not terribly far from MSG. But you're still having probably four games every couple of days on each ice surface. It just isn't viable. Right. Well, that and if, God forbid, there was an outbreak in the bubble. Yeah, that's then, true. You know, and then, then you're not just shutting down one team. You're shutting down everybody. Yeah, So I agree. I just don't, I just don't see it working, but I understand what you mean, Sonic. Like, yeah. the, question, the, the question is real. I mean, should they have gone to a bubble? And But I just think overall, if you look at it from the – broadest picture you can it just wouldn't make sense okay yeah but i do think that a bubble is probably the most viable option for the playoffs simply because of travel restrictions unless unless like all these guys somehow are able to get vaccinated and they believe in the vaccination like the league believes in the vaccination and all that shit but yeah even with that you can't you can't force you can't force your players to get a vaccination no unless the first couple rounds of the playoffs are going to be you know division based and you're only playing teams right. within your divisions then it comes down to you know the last two rounds and then you have to right. merge the two uh, you know the divisions all together which would take time because another, of quarantine yeah. and stuff but and yeah. you're and you're another month into it which hopefully by that time in our entire society and our country and across the world that hopefully we're another month into it another month closer to being done with it and keeping it somewhat under control yeah fingers crossed for that so but well other than all that i mean do you guys have anything else you want to touch on before we get to third uh 
third longrinus this is third longrinus <laughs> Uh, pucking around. Um, maybe a little touch, since we're on the whole COVID topic, uh, touching base on fans, how there are no fans in the stand and how some states actually have uh, fans that are only season pass holders to come and watch the games. I just thought Where, that was... Have you seen that? Like in the yeah. NHL? Uh, Arizona. They're allowing oh. um, only season oh, right, right. ticket holders to... Only 3,000. Only 3,000 or so and... Yeah, but yeah. if you think I mean, about it, it's like I get it. All these fans, like even me included, I I'm dying to go to a hockey game. But is it feasible to have fans in the stand with COVID, six feet apart? With I mean, I see all these like stupid football games that with, um, you know, fans out there with masks on their chins. I'm like, what the hell's that gonna do? Like, why are you even there? But I just wanted to touch base on how some some teams. Or some arenas are are allowing it's, fans it's based to stand. Off, it's, it's based off the states, and I think yeah. the states' governments and what they'll allow or yeah. what they will disallow. And I think where we live in Mass, no way, you're not going to see it. You're not going to see it. The unfortunately, whole... and you know what, the Red Sox might go a whole another year without seeing one single fan in their building. I agree. You know, so it's like yeah, you know, like I miss the fans. I mean, even oh, I miss it too. Some players have come out and said that they don't even like hear like the fake noise because they're like it's not as loud as it usually is. Yeah. But I don't know. I, I, for Arizona to do it, I'm not surprised. I mean, they they'll need they need to get as many fans as they can get anyway because <laughs> that team is like I think in bankruptcy or like on the verge of being bankrupt and. You know, they need to try and make as much money as they can. But, you know, I just think just given everything that's going on, it's just like at this point, it's like you kind of hope for maybe playoffs you're, you're able to get some fans in there. But even still, I like, doubt it. I mean, like you said, like look at the NFL games, like ever since the playoffs started and, and, te- and teams and states that have allowed fans, like they're all not six feet apart. No, it's ridiculous how close they're they are. They're, they're not all masked up. And, like, don't get, like, I, I mean, I don't want to touch on, like, all this shit because, like, you know, you can believe in it, you can not, you can have your theories and all this shit. And, like, it's real, it's fake, it's, you know, what a mask do and all that. Like, that's not what we're here for. But I think the NHL, the way, they, the way they're handling it so far is, is fine. And I think that if a state says, okay, you can have – you know, one fifth of your total capacity, that's great. And then hopefully that makes other states want to do that too. Yeah. But given where Arizona is in the in the southern west of the country, you know, that's not gonna affect teams up here in like the northeast. No, no. It's also just it's so it still baffles me every time I see a game with just the tarp and no fans. It's just like yeah. it's so it's so weird. It does doesn't even occur to me. Don't even notice it. I, I I notice it like obviously in the beginning with playoffs and stuff. But how do you not notice it? I know Cam. Like what? Because I'm watching the fucking game. That's why. Yeah, but they pan oh the they pan God. the shots back and forth to the stands. Oh, just, you're useless. <laughs> oh, I'm useless. Okay, but I mean I have to be fair been watching sports without fans longer because the Premier League started before any of this you know, back over the summer. So you're, so you're pretty much used to it. Oh yeah. I mean, 
and I, I guess I don't really pay attention to the crowd much anyway. It doesn't, you know, unless I'm there, I guess. Banging on the plexiglass. But yeah, but no, I'm just, <laughs> me. I'm, I'm just, I'm useless. That's all. I just miss seeing like, oh, dudes, stop. <laughs> I miss, I miss dudes seeing dudes like slug beers or like chicks slugging beers, like, and they don't even know that the camera's on them. You yeah. know, and, like <laughs> announcers like commenting on stuff like that. I mean, I don't know how you don't notice it, but I certainly notice it. And, it is different. I mean, even even players have come out and said, like, you know, they score a game-winning goal in overtime. They're like, wow, it's just it's like so weird. Like, Quiet, silent. Yeah, it's just all the teammates, you know, making all the noise. Yeah. But also, like, why can't the NHL have, like, an unedited version where we can hear everything that happens? Like, I want to hear these dudes... I think they just don't want us to hear it. Yeah. No, I know, but like, you know, you want me to sign up for NHL TV? Give me the give me the unedited version, and I'll sign up right now. They should have that option. They should. Will will somebody please think of the children? That's why they won't ever do that. (laughs) That's why. That's true. Well, well, what children won't be able to access it? Then you should have a parental control. Come on, Nick. Come on. Think about what you just said. Children won't be able to access it. Children can get onto anything if they have Wi-Fi and a, you know, thing, and a device. I, I mean, like if you have to sign in to watch the unedited version of the game. I don't know, man. You can get onto some pretty nasty be, sites be, just by clicking yeah, a box. I, I know. I get it. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. Me, I, I want to hear these guys. I get it. I totally get it. I do it. too. I want to I want to hear them swearing at each other. I want to hear all face. the fuck you matches and <laughs> yeah. all that. Shit. I do too. <laughs> uh, I don't anyway, before we get to pucking around, I do want to mention Sonic, you were the one who brought this up. I would have forgotten otherwise. Um okay. the, the passing of George Armstrong yes. at the age of 90, Toronto Maple Leafs legend was in the system with them for like 70 something years or not 75. Yeah. Uh, about 75 years, four-time Stanley Cup champion, 21 years in the National Hockey League, 12 as the Maple Leafs captain. He was the captain for their uh, last Stanley Cup championship in 67, was that? Uh, I think I was, so. It was black and white. That's was. all I remember. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, um. So, yeah, I just wanted to to have third line extend our condolences to the Toronto Maple Leafs and George Armstrong's family, because that's a big loss for the hockey world and everything. With yeah, such so it was, a, it was ni- 1960s. It was 1967. Yeah, okay, I was right. They upset the Montreal Canadiens. Yeah. That's right. Um, well, hockey Hall of Famer. To, rest in peace to George Armstrong, and our thoughts and prayers are with uh, him and his family. That's for sure. And his friends. Yeah. Yeah, so we it's do. always tough losing a legend. That's it for is. sure. Just it like is. how the MLB lost Hank Aaron. Oh, dude. Yeah, I know. Dude. Fucking dagger to the heart. But hey, good for us to bring that up, you know? I mean. Yes. I'm glad you remember. Thank you so much, Cam. Yeah, no problem. Well, hey. I guess I'm not so useless after all. Oh, stop <laughs> it, will you? <laughs> you know he's going to hold that over your head. Oh, I know he will. I know. For a long, long time. <laughs> yep, Hockey players right. have long memories. I- I'm I'm fine with it. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I guess without further ado, shall we send it over to Puckin' Around? We shall. Quit puckin' around. Oh, fuck you. No, hey, fuck you. Fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of here. Guys, stop puckin' around. 
still never gets old. No, I love it. It's so good. <laughs> <laughs> the only uh, thing I, I, the only thing I wish we did when we started this segment was like put some light music underneath it. You know what I mean? So like you kind of know, like okay, you're at like the little like fun part of the episode. Like the episode's almost over. Like you have a little like almost like elevator music underneath it. Oh, you like my elevator music. Oh, the elevator music. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Hey, I can bring it back. <laughs> hey, let's do it. All right. Um, well, next time we'll insert that in the uh in the half. Well, no, I think I think next time next time we all get together when we get to record inside of the studio and we have True. everything coordinated and everything, I think we do that. Okay. Sounds good. Just my uh, two cents, so I'm up for that. I mean, also <laughs> like Pam, I'm pretty fucking useless too, so so am I. So hey, I might be actually <laughs> I, I might be the least useless person here. I've done everything for this show. <laughs> I don't know. Tire <laughs> oh, tire I'll pump my own tires sometimes. I will. Don't worry. Don't worry. I, I had to change your tire. Oh no, that was Ethan's. <laughs> <laughs> you tried to fucking come at me, you couldn't even get it right. No, yeah, you were there, so it, it happened to both of you. <laughs> Oh my god! True. Fair enough. You didn't right. even you didn't even do it. You had to phone your friend. I did it. Yeah, but you had to call somebody. Yeah, because you didn't have the proper tools, yeah. so I had to jury rig it. Anyway, like, whatever. Story. I I changed it. Call fucking AAA. Jesus Christ! That's why you have it. No, Ethan yeah. doesn't have AAA. Oh my! Plus, it was through <laughs> Enterprise Rent a Car. It was a rental. Oh yes, yes. So that well, was then a it should thing. be covered. I don't know. I, dude, it wasn't my you know rental. What? It's, it happened <laughs> like last, last year. <laughs> <laughs> that was so good. That was a great one. All right. What's our, what's our pucking around question? All right. Who's starting? Cam. I got one. <laughs> All right. Let's go. Let's what it. do you guys think my cat's name is? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Marbles. Marbles, whiskers. I don't Jesus, know. those are awful names. A uh, haunting in Connecticut. <laughs> <laughs> Demon. Her name is Mrs. Murphy. I would never would have guessed that. No, we just call her Murph. Anyway, anybody have anything better? <laughs> All right. I mean, this question has been circling since we first started the podcast, but predictions on this year's Stanley Cup winners. Oh, boy. Already? Um, yeah, why not? Eh, short season, why not do it? I think the Ottawa Senators are going to best the 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 Detroit Atlanta Red Thrashers. Wings. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the Atlanta Thrashers and the Quebec Nordiques. Oh, geez. <laughs> uh... If you had to be for real, I would say Vegas. Vegas or the Lightning. Wow, you think that the Lightning are going to get back really? to the Stanley Cup final? If I had to say it right now, yeah. I mean, granted, they don't look as good as they normally do, but they usually start off that way anyway. Cam, what about you? You know what? I, this is such a boring answer, but I'm actually going to agree with Nick uh, on Vegas. I think Vegas has such a great shot of getting to the Stanley Cup final this year. They're such a solid freaking team. I kind of hope they do. Reports out of Vegas are that like Alex Petrangelo came in with like a fire under his ass, like ready to go out and like prove to 
to like St. Louis that they gave up on him far too soon. I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't really have one yet, but even uh, though I asked the question, <laughs> I know, I know, question. I know, you know what? I just had to put it out there, but I do hope that Vegas at least advances to that level, but I don't know. I really don't want Tampa Bay to get it again. I don't either. Yeah. I just think that once they hit their full stride, they're very hard to keep up with. I can hear Ethan now. I know. Oh, lightning. Obviously, oh, the lightning. Obviously, the lightning gonna, obviously. Who else the would there be? They're going to win the cup. <laughs> yes. Yeah, the lightning. Yes. Okay, Ethan. Okay. I got me some Mexican water. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know what, though? I'm kind of glad we don't have to, like, listen to all the referee bitching, like, in defending. Oh, oh you're you mean, really stirring you now, dude. Dude, the group chat's going to blow up tomorrow morning. And. <laughs> Do he you, just uh, got a migraine somewhere, and he doesn't know why yet. Uh, probably from me making that noise before we went to pucking around. Oh, Good probably. Point. Good point. And now his head is just exploding because I just said that. <laughs> and the fact that I said that they're not a team, so yeah. then he'll he'll go on that too. I wish he I wish he was here though to talk about the NFL refs and how fucking stupid they are. But they can't. He can't like justify them because he never refed. Football, I don't think. No, I think it's just hockey. So, okay, my question is, <laughs> are you guys rooting for Tom Brady to win the Super Bowl? Yes. Yes, I am. Really? Are we split here, Sonic? Sonic, <laughs> are you serious? I'm dead serious. You Why? want Patrick Mahomes and his fucking Ryan Brazier-looking ass to win again? <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I didn't go into detail on this last week, but I am not... A Tom Brady fan. I'm just not. Go I, ahead. I am not a huge like. Oh my God, Brady can do no wrong. Like he's a fucking diva and like has all this money and tells me that I can drink a certain water and I'm not going to get a concussion. Fuck off. Yeah, agreed. But when it comes to a football player, I'm always going to root for that guy. Him. He just over Belichick. I don't know. He just he rubs me the wrong way. He he just I just don't like him. I don't care for him. Uh, I I could get into a whole rant about Tom Brady, but you probably met him when he had his his long locks and you were like trying yeah, to he, you know he rubs you the wrong way because he never rubbed you the right way. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, that'll Take never happen. That is that is I like vomited a little in my mouth. <laughs> Uh, I feel gross now. I, I yeah, I thank, thanks, thanks for that. No, it was it was perfect timing. I liked it. Um, but no, I mm, no. So Sorry, you want Pat Mahomes and his isn't his brother or something all over TikTok? I don't know. I don't do oh. TikTok. <laughs> no idea. I I hope I'm not like a huge Tom Brady guy either. I mean, I love the guy for what he did for the. Patriots organization, but I was totally in support of him leaving and getting the money that he felt he deserved and all of that. And honestly, the biggest reason I want him to win, if he wins, he's undeniably the best of all time. The, There's no the, way anybody could ever deny I mean, he already, him. he's basically already there. I know. I agree. Get, I agree that he yeah, already is there. the best of all time, but there's still the delusional fucks out there who, who just can't get it through their head 
that a guy who played in a New England organization is better than the shitty quarterback who you watched this year compared to the shitty quarterback who your team had last year and so on and so on. Your organization sucks because they're not the Patriots. Yes, I am going to be that guy. So, yeah, um, I think that he undeniably becomes the best if he uh, wins it this year. I'm right there with you. I mean, I am a Patriots fan, but I am not the one that's going to be like, oh, no, Patri- Patriots are the best no matter what. Like, I, I, like, I, I still, agree. I still watched, I still watched every game this year. Yeah. And I read them. I read them every, every week. They, they sucked. sucked. But, like, there are people out here that, like, oh, well, if they had Brady, like, they would, they probably could have made the super. No. The no. team was not good. No. They could have had a run at the playoffs, possibly, but they wouldn't, I don't think they would have won the division. But Buffalo was also way too good. Yeah. 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 And props so. to Buffalo for a really good season. So. I know. Dude, if Buffalo made the Super Bowl, I would have won oh. money off the Super Bowl no matter what. Because I have a bet for the I had a bet for the Bills to win it all and then bet for the Bucks to win it all. So I'm really uh, another reason why I'm hoping the Bucks and Brady win so I can There win. you go. Money. Well I'll keep money that I don't have. Uh. That's why I only bet ten bucks. <laughs> nice. nice. But I can but I can win a hundred. I can win a hundred. Hey, but you put in more money for our fantasy hockey, so I'm proud of you there. <laughs> mm. <laughs> fantasy hockey. Should we so get just, on that topic? <laughs> let's just be clear. I guess that's the end of pucking around. But uh, let's just be clear that if you are participating in our fantasy hockey league this year, there are 14 of us, so it's going to be 20 bucks a head. So that's $280. I'm thinking on doing the winner gets 200 second place gets 80 if everybody else is on board with that, that's we'll find fine out. with me. My money's going to somebody else. That's what I know. Yep. So, so if you I, play, uh, I don't really care where against, it goes. If you play against Cam or you play against Ethan, you're most likely going to win. So I guess well, take it for what it's worth. I already worth, won but one. Ne- but next year, <laughs> next year, they will not be in the league if they are not participating this year. Ethan said that he was, per- you know, setting his lineup fairly consistently, just at least way more than me. Just do it. It takes five seconds. I, yeah, as we were sitting here, I set my lineup for the next week. <laughs> See, there you go. I'm so proud of you. Wait, you can set it out like in advance? Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh I just do it every morning. No, you can. Oh, that, no, that's you what I was it. doing last year, too. No, like my oh. whole week is done already. This is my problem with fantasy hockey is that you can do that because there's so many days where there's players who aren't playing. So it's mm-hmm. like you're going to have so many empty holes anyway. But I love fantasy baseball because every single day, pretty much everybody plays. So then you really have to look at who's on your team, and then you have to play matchups. Well, okay, this guy's playing against this pitch, batting against this pitcher today. What are his career numbers against this pitcher? And then you insert guys accordingly. That's- I just want everybody to play. Like, if you're going to be in the league, you might as well try. I'll, I'll make an effort, Nick. Please, just for me. In my no, defense, in, in for the league, oh, for, for the, the league success, because I had, I had my buddy text me yesterday. He goes, "So what's up with the kid I'm playing against this week? He has four guys on his bench, and they all have points. Does he not like play?" <laughs> I was like, uh, I don't think so. And he was like, "Well, then why is he in the league?" And I was oh, like, "Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. How the fuck could anybody from this league give any shit about that when?" 75% of the people in the league didn't even draft their whole team. That's a true point. That's a great fucking point. Well, also that draft took like three hours. It did. Oh my yeah, God, it, it took forever. It took oh, way too forever. long. <laughs> it took way too long. 
I don't but know. I'll, I'm going to try to make least, a little more of it. I think at least most people during the draft at least drafted who they wanted. 60, couple yeah. goalies. So. Yeah, I mean, by the end of it, there was probably like, what, five of us still doing every single pick? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so. Well, I'm all out of things. I'm looking forward to the Penguins. Penguins and Bees, Tuesday, Thursday, and then Caps... Saturday and Monday. Monday. Yeah, that should be good. I'm excited. And I got to start training for hockey because I'm not going to forget how to tie my skates. Yeah, when's your first day? A week from Thursday. I'm back out on the ice. Trying to get back out there before then, but I need to get new steel for my skates because my shit's so rusty and they're low. And yeah. You got time. That's exciting. Something to look forward to next week. Yeah. Hopefully we don't get uh, dumped on with a bunch of fucking snow this week, though. That's there shouldn't be a bunch of snow. I mean, I know. I just, I don't. I give me no snow. Make it as cold as you want. I, I just don't want any snow. <laughs> hey, I don't want any snow either. I mean, the overtime money would be fantastic, but I don't want to do it. No. <laughs> oh, Sony wants her snow. Oh, of course, do. but she doesn't. But she doesn't like Brady. So. What does that have to do with snow? <laughs> It's just like you want you you like something that makes everybody else miserable, and then you dislike something that makes other people happy. That sounds more like me than it does Sonic. I was gonna say, um, well, I'm one of a kind, so. Ew. <laughs> I guess we'll end on that. Thank you for listening. <laughs> Thank you for listening. Be sure to tune in. Uh, hopefully, next week at some point we can get an episode out. Maybe on. Tuesdays when some Bruins are playing on Monday against the Caps. Unless we do a live reaction after, but who knows? We'll figure it out. We could. Hey, anyway, happy hockey week. Everybody have a great week, and thanks for listening to the Third Line Grinders. We'll talk to you next week. Peace. Bye.